Hey, APC Magazine subscribers, I'm glad to come to you with a quick video that talks about a formula that exposes why your growth may have stalled after you've been in business 5, 10, even 20 years. It's something I commonly see, and I want to share this formula with you so you can see how it applies in your business. And basically, what we're going to talk about today are two things, really three key metrics. One is how much a residential painting customer's worth, a repaint customer, although the same metrics apply to a larger degree with commercial. The second thing we're going to look at is cost of lead. The third thing we're going to look at is cost of sale. And then finally, we're going to look at how that feeds into an overall budget when you look to grow your painting business and why when you ignore or really don't put time and money into retaining and reactivating your past customers, how it can really add up to huge um, detrimental uh, budgetary blowback in your painting business and it can get you stalled and stuck. So marketing is about two things. It's about first, it's about math and it's about emotions. Okay, so everybody knows emotions. You gotta have good messaging, you've got to talk to the customer about the things they worry about, the things they're concerned about. Will you make a mess? Will you follow through on your promises? And ultimately, the big one, can I trust you? That's what good sales processes do is they convey and build trust in a short period of time with most painting contractors. The second thing we've got to worry about is math. So the first question we've got to ask is how much is a residential painting customer really worth? Well, here's what I've been able to determine after doing hundreds of assessments, after working with scores of painters, both franchised and independent. This is the best thing I can come up with, is that past customers are worth, on average, about $1,000 per year. Okay? $1,000 per year. And how do I come up with that number, you may ask? Well, about 11, 11 years, every 11 years, somebody is going to do a full exterior repaint. Okay, this does not count the fact that Americans move every year, on average every seven years. Uh, this doesn't account any referrals that they may generate. This is strictly repaint business of the good customers, the ones you want that are living in two fifty, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar homes on average, who have large exteriors of paintable substrates. So they're going to do a full exterior. We're going to say that that exterior costs $6,500 or so on average. That's about what most of our members and most of the people who I run through diagnostic surveys say that they run an exterior paint job for. Let's say that over 11 years, they're going to do a couple of $1,500 interior jobs. Okay, They're going to paint a foyer. They're going to paint two or three rooms at around $1,500. Finally, they're going to have their deck stained for around 1000 bucks and they're also going to maybe have you do a small $500 exterior pressure washing job. So it's not a big step to think somebody would spend $11,000 in painting all said inside and outside, pressure washing, etc., even some carpentry and replacement, which most painting contractors do, in an 11-year period. Now here's where it gets interesting. So if you've got $1,000 uh, per customer is really what they're worth, if you've got a 200-person customer list, you should be able to do $200,000 a year exclusively in jobs that come from past customers. $200,000 a year. Makes sense. If you've got 500 customers, you should be able to do $500,000 per year. And if you want to be a million dollar painting business, all you really have to do is $1,000 a year and you need to keep those customers and not lose them. Well, here's what I see 
more often than not, unfortunately, is that if I sit and talk with someone who's been in business for 5, 10, 20 years, and if they have 1,000 past customers, I'll often discover that instead of doing a million dollars in sales, that for years they have been doing like 400,000, even though they've got a million dollars in potential, which means they're only leaving about $600,000 on the table, and every year this number gets bigger, but this number stays the same, which only can lead you to one conclusion, and that's this. Uh, you're losing more than you're keeping, meaning that you're running the air conditioner, you're running the heat with your doors wide open, and even though the unit's trying really hard to keep the structure cold or heated, it's losing more air than it's retaining. And that's really the big problem in this business. Now, I'll also talk to you about briefly here a couple of metrics that really hit home in your painting business, and that's cost of lead and cost of sale. Cost of lead is what it costs for, some, for you to spend marketing and advertising dollars that makes your phone ring. Cost of sale is the amount of money you spend to make sure that somebody actually buys from you. And as you do more and more of it, and as you track it, you can come up with consistent numbers. I'm going to start from start to finish and walk you through uh, a routine exercise that will allow you to understand why you may be stalled or stuck because of the retention issue, okay? So let's talk about this briefly. Let's say that you mail 1,000 customers uh, that are high-end, say $350,000 homes that you know are homeowners uh, who have really good income, not much debt, and you've pulled this list so you can target them directly. However, and we're going to say you're doing it with a pile direct mail, uh, personalized envelopes, things that are kind of a higher-end mail package, nothing that's glitzy, glossy, or uh, commercialized, but rather a pile mail. And we have control pieces. And I know about what we can generate with this. Now, you could take this and say it's social media. You could say it's uh, online leads. You could say it's a trade show. You could say it's door-to-door. Uh, -door. Uh, it could be anything. There's still going to be a cost, and there's still going to be what we call a conversion rate from either website clicks to opt-ins, etc. So these numbers, regardless of the medium you use, still hold. And let's say that you only get a really paltry response to keep this conservative. Let's say it's 0.05, okay? Uh, not 5%, but 0 0.005, so half a percent. So let's, we're going to say that you get five customers, okay? Five customers. And let's say you did this mailing in-house, and it cost you $700 to produce. So you've got an idle admin person, a little bit of printing, black and white, a little bit of postage, and enveloped mail, and it's going to cost you $700, okay? So we got $700. And we're going to now, that's our marketing cost, we're going to divide it by five, which is going to give us $140 per lead. Now, cost of lead is what I call indicative, but it is not definitive, meaning that you may look at this cost of lead and say that's bad. Well, it's not really bad until you get to cost of sale. You may spend much less on internet leads, but they may be less qualified, meaning they only have two fingers and they think they want something painted, that's like the sum total of their qualification. Whereas you may spend more money through real mediums to get to these higher end people, but yet you've been able to cull them down. So cost of lead is indicative, but it is not definitive. 
Now, let's say that you have a sales process that closes on average 35% uh, of cold leads, people who do not know you. So we're going to come over here and we're going to multiply 5 times 0.35 and we're going to get 5 times 0.35, 1.75 leads that you close. Alright? So now we come up with our cost of sale number and we're going to call this cost of lead. Okay, now we're going to divide 700 by 1.75, which is going to end up being $400. So basically, to get someone to buy from you, it costs you 400 bucks. And if your average job is $3,000, that means you're starting off here. Well, let's be real conservative. Let's pretend like your mail did better, and let's say it's $200 really doesn't matter which number you're dealing with because in the end you'll see that the, the cost of a new customer and the cost of a repeat customer are going to be very different no matter what medium you use. So it's $200, right? And let's say your average job is $3,000, okay? Average job size. Let's say that you are a $500,000 business and you want to grow to be a million dollar business. You're a $500,000 business, you want to grow to be a million dollar business. So that means that you've got to add another 500k in sales, right? So we're going to take 500,000, we're going to divide it by 3,000. That means you have now got to find 166, let's call it 167 jobs. Do you follow me? You got to find if you're going to grow by 500,000, you got to find 300, you got to find 3,000 more jobs. Well, once you find a lead generation system that works for you that you can use to convert to sale, then how much you spend if you've got a reliable control piece or a reliable medium or a mixture of mediums to get a weighted average for cost of sale means that now you have got to get 167 jobs. Well, if it's $200 per sale called lead, you take 200, you multiply it by 167. That means to grow your painting business by $500,000, you're going to have to spend an extra $33,400. Do you follow me so far? If you're going to grow completely with cold leads, this is what you're going to do. Now, if you want to grow, this is to add $500,000. Now, if you have built your initial $500,000 off of all cold leads, then all you do is multiply this number by 2, and you're going to come up with $66,800. It's what it's going to take you to run a million dollar painting business and marketing and advertising to get to cold leads that don't know you. If it's a 100% cold lead business. Now here's the deal, and here's where things get interesting. Every time I show this to business owners who have a big business and they actually keep up with their numbers, they look at these cold number leads and they go, Brandon, you're about right. And I, I go, of course I'm about right. I do this for a living. I've done this over and over again. I did it myself in my own million-dollar business. I know what this looks like. And so these are really good numbers to, to play with. They may be slightly different, but there's not going to be much difference. So 66800 Well, according to the Harvard Business Review, it takes anywhere from 5 to 20 times more to get a new customer to buy from you in sales and marketing dollars than it does a past customer. So what does that mean to you? Essentially it means that if you want to grow by $500,000 and if you can find a big enough customer list to support it and if you have one in-house then this 
thousand, and this is being conservative, uh, you would divide it or you would uh, multiply it by 0.2, which means for the same amount of money, you can generate $500,000 by spending only, and we see guys do this routinely, $6,680. Do you see the difference between $6,680 and 33400 This is past customers. This is all new customers. It is a difference of 33400 $26,720. So, it's a big deal. If you are wondering why your business is stuck or stalled, the biggest culprit I ever see is this whole issue. The mathematics of cost of lead and cost of sale as it relates to new customers and as it relates to old past customers. Most people neglect, ignore, abandon, never communicate, or uh, communicate insufficiently with, in many regards, by mediums, uh, repetition, etc. They don't calendar it correctly, and they leave all this money on the table, and they basically restart their painting business every year with a little bit of residual repeat and referral business. When if you just went after repeat business and most of the $3 million guys who have been holding at $3 million for 10, 20 years stable, and, and, and are doing so in a stable, predictable fashion, just use this strategy. Okay, People who oscillate two or $300,000 a year back and forth for years and years and who are stuck at $600,000, dollars or $800,000 do not understand this part. So if you wanted to grow a million dollar business, What's the difference going to be? Well, you take 66,800 and you multiply that times 0.2 and you get 13,360. So if you're running a million dollar painting business and you subtract 66,800, you can save about $53,000 by putting in a customer retention or reactivation program and forego wasting all this money talking to brand new leads. Now, some of you may not have enough past leads to get to the million dollar mark. You may have to mix and match, meaning you may spend 70% of your lead acquisition dollar uh, in, the, in the residential repaint, uh, uh, repeat customer realm, and then have to go reach into it a higher cost new leads, and it's okay. But what you don't want is you don't want things to look like this, where your marketing and all of your business looks like this, where most of it is, maybe even like this, where most of it is new leads and only a little bit of it is repeat. You want it to look the exact opposite. You want the majority of your business to be repeat and referral. They close at higher rates. They're not as price sensitive. Uh, they will refer you more often to other people. That's where you want your business to be. So I hope these numbers have been helpful. I would encourage you to go look at last year's numbers and to run these marketing and sales cost of lead and cost of sale number to really understand the metrics of customer retention and reactivation. Because what happens is when an owner is faced with growing his painting business or preserving his profit, you get stuck at a point where you're unwilling to spend this great huge sum of money. However, if you will continually look at the smaller sums from retention 
and invest in that and make that a key focus, then you can both grow your business and grow your profitability simultaneously. You don't have to make this hard choice between sales and profits. They go together. But they can only go together if you continually increase the percentage of repeat and referral business that makes your overall uh, sales numbers every year. So I hope this has given you something to think about as an APC Magazine subscriber, and I hope that you will look at your numbers, run these numbers, and see how they would affect your business because you simply cannot grow your business and ignore these numbers. It doesn't matter if, if you mess with the sales. It doesn't matter if you go after commercial, if you go after referrals. It doesn't matter what you do in your business. If this number is, is hanging around here, these numbers are hanging around all new lead numbers, it's like a millstone around your neck. You can work real, real hard and never quite break free or break out of certain sales and profitability numbers. So I'm Brandon Lewis uh, with the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors. I hope you've enjoyed uh, learning about the formula that really exposes stalled sales growth, the one that I see so often. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next time.